My name is Kate the Socialite, and you are listening to episode 176 of The Kate Show. Guys, have you ever been in this seemingly impossible situation? You're trying to serve your clients well, and you feel like you just don't have time to market your home industry business. But you know that if you don't do any marketing, you're going to run out of projects eventually and be left with that worrisome radio silence that tends to precede full-out paranoia. You know that if you wait until you quote-unquote have time to do your marketing, you will also feel so much scarcity and panic that you won't be thinking as clearly as you should be. Believe me, it happens to everyone in business. Thus, your marketing might end up missing the target and not bringing you any new business. This, my friends, is one merry-go-round that we all need to avoid or get off of if you currently find yourself on it. The feast-to-famine cycle, or the many-clients-to-no-clients pattern that is so prevalent among designers, stagers, workrooms, and organizers can be easily circumvented. Today on The Kate Show, I'm sharing two productivity routines. I use them in my own business, and I am positioning them and talking about them from the perspective of the home industry. And the cool thing is, if you use these two productivity tips that will help you not market too much or too little, and you'll be consistent in your marketing regardless of how many or how few leads are coming into your pipeline, which means that on your busiest and most profitable season, you're going to market the same way as you are when business is a little bit slower. And the idea is that over time, and it could be over a shorter length of time, you'll start to get away from that feast to famine cycle so that you can have a business that is consistently growing and profiting you so that you are able to manage your monthly business budget and actually have something that makes you feel a bit more secure and able to do other things such as invest in other parts of your business or hire new people or give yourself a raise. All the really good things that we as business owners want to do and should be able to do. So if you are ready, then keep listening. Now, before I jump into today's episode, I want to give you two reminders. Number one, the Kate Show podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify, and I would love it if you would follow me on one of those platforms and also leave a rating and a review because I absolutely deeply appreciate the feedback you guys leave for the show. And then the other thing is, if you're looking for another design-related podcast, go to designnetwork.org, where you can find a podcast collective on all things interior design, from actually doing the design work to crunching the numbers of your business to marketing your firm. You'll find another good podcast to listen to. And hey guys, it's so much fun to just binge on a podcast. There are so many podcasts that I will binge on, whether they are business or just unique business models or lifestyle. I don't know. I just, I think I have an addictive personality. So it's like, give me all of it or give me none of it. And that's what I love about the Design Network because they've just handpicked some of the best or most helpful podcasts for the design industry and put them in one spot where you can check them out and enjoy all of them. So there is that. But let's dive into today's topic with two easy productivity tips that you need to make your marketing better. Hey guys, real talk for a second. How much do the visuals and the copywriting of marketing your business matter? Well, short answer, a lot. How much does that stress you out? Another short answer, a lot. Unless you have a graphic designer, a copywriter, and a web developer in your back pocket, creating all the right marketing pieces for your brand can feel a little overwhelming, but 
If you're also tired of brand inconsistency, not having a sales funnel, feeling discombobulated or scattered in your business, then you have to do something about it. And I get that feeling. It's not fun. To solve this issue for you guys, I created the Socialite Shop to make it easy for you to get exactly what you need to market your business well. From website templates with built-in SEO to industry-specific stock photos for all the times you just need that perfect image, we've got you, girl. Plus, the team and I decided to include our coveted Canva templates for freebies, ebooks, lead magnets, client guides, pricing guides, and social media posts. Now, if you're a member of Socialite Vault, you already have free access to all these Canva templates. But if you are not a member of the Vault yet, you can now, for the first time ever, get these one-off marketing templates right here in the Socialite shop to use for your business. Go get the next beautiful template for your marketing by going to katethesocialite.com forward slash shop. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, a home stager, a window treatment professional, or a home organizer, you guys deal with products every day, many of which your existing audience would love to own. If you're dreaming of selling product through your website or through your social media platforms, but you just don't want to be bogged down by ordering and shipping and loads of inventory, you need Side Door. When Side Door entered the home industry in early 2020, they changed everything. Side Door lets you source and curate the perfect trade-only pieces for your customers' homes. And with their seamless platform, you can create product collections with ease. Curate an entire room, specialize in a certain aesthetic, or simply create a collection of, I don't know, your favorite area rugs. Whatever you know your clients love would make for a great Side Door collection. You curate the look, Side Door handles ordering and shipping, and you make money. Plus, you can sell each collection many times over, creating the perfect opportunity for recurring income. Or if you really just want to keep things simple, you can use Side Door to buy products yourself at designer pricing without needing to have an account with various vendors or meet any of their required minimums. It's about power to the designer people. If you're ready to truly scale your home industry business, go to OnSideDoor.com and apply to join. Now, let's get to today's episode. Have you ever said, I'm too busy with client work to focus on my marketing right now? I have heard so many professionals in the home industry say this, and while it's good to be busy, here is what tends to happen. A few months after they make that statement, they often follow it with, I used to have so many clients coming in from referrals and I didn't have to do any marketing. Now all those referrals have stopped and I'm starting to get worried. I have no projects on the table. Marketing from a place of worry and scarcity tends to make your social media content, your blog content, your newsletters lean heavily on the side of salesy. And you might be tempted to start offering random sales or promotions. You might be so desperate that you consider knocking on doors or hanging flyers. You might be willing to do anything and feel bewildered when nothing seems to work. Here is why that happens. Much like a marriage, 
Marketing is a type of relationship. Nothing about it is instantaneous, and if someone says otherwise, they're probably trying to sell you their program or something. Marketing is a long-term, consistent way of speaking to your client. So going back to the relationship analogy, you know how to interact with your significant other. You've taken time to get to know them, you understand their likes and their dislikes, their values, you talk to them frequently, and you know about their pet peeves, their bad habits, their goals and hopes and dreams. Marketing is exactly like this. Marketing is the relationship you have with potential clients. In order for marketing to be effective, you need to know who you are in a relationship with. Can you imagine going on a date with someone and being on opposite sides of a curtain the entire time? You might catch glimpses of them, you might hear a word or two, but a lot of what they said will be very muffled, and you'll leave that date feeling like you had no idea who that person was and they weren't able to learn anything about you either. Well, that sounds awful, right? The problem is, this is how much of the home industry approaches marketing right now. We don't know who we're speaking to and therefore we have no idea what to say. We don't know how to plan that quote-unquote second date, how to interact with that person, and the relationship fizzles out before it could even begin. Or, to use a different scenario, let's just say that you got rid of that curtain, and you're finally on a real date. You're able to speak with and interact with that person. You're learning a lot about them. However, you keep trying to present yourself in a way that just isn't true. Now, you're not telling lies. You're not being dishonest, but you're acting overly formal You're giving short answers to their questions. You aren't sharing anything about your personal life, your own hopes and dreams, funny stories you've experienced, life lessons you've learned. And while you're a great listener, all the insecurities that you feel around showing up authentically end up putting a damper on your date. The person you're with ends up learning next to nothing about you and doesn't have much of a reason to schedule that next date. You might be incredibly interesting or memorable, but because you want to keep everything so professional, your personality, or your brand get lost in the process. And this is why so many home professionals will spend months marketing themselves. They'll be working really, really hard, and they will see no result. Some people are so focused on keeping their personality out of their business and never sharing snippets of their own lives that they alienate the same people they're working so hard to attract. Marketing is a human-to-human relationship and not a business-to-human relationship. And by the way, guys, branding is not as complicated as I, at least, used to think that it was. And here's how I've come to look at it. Your brand is simply your personality and your passion for your business. Your marketing is the relationship in which you need to talk to your ideal client about your ideal client, share solutions to their problems, and let them know that you understand their struggles by crafting service packages for each of those problems and then creating lead magnets that represent how you take that person through that service package. And I'll get into more of that a little bit later. But once you understand who you're talking to, it really makes marketing easier. Now, I'm not going to say that it's just completely easy because everything in business takes work. Anything worth doing is going to be a little bit difficult, but the payoff is there. So, Let's get into the first productivity tip, and that is to pinpoint your ideal client or specialty service. Now, if you guys have been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I am just really big on getting clear on who you're serving or what you're offering, what you're specializing in. 
I'm just going to talk about it a little bit differently today because I hope that it will resonate differently with a lot of you. That way you can understand even more why this is so important and how it's going to help you make your marketing easier and simplify everything. I mean, I'm not fully a minimalist, guys, but when it comes to my business, I kind of am because I realized that less is more. Less means that what you do produce can be of better quality. And when you can start to realize that you're not serving the entire world, you're not marketing your business to the entire state or province that you're in, you're actually marketing to this very unique subset of people, it really takes a lot of the overwhelm and the confusion and the expense, even, of marketing and dwindles it down to something that's very doable and manageable and sustainable for the long term of your business. So to focus your marketing in the most profitable and impactful direction, you have to start with the relationship basics. Get to know your other half, or in this case, your ideal client. If you deeply struggle to pinpoint your ideal client, by the way, because maybe you're like new in business or you just have mental blocks around the idea of saying, okay, I serve this person and this person only, there is something else you can try. You can try specifying your specialty service. Either route, choosing an ideal client or choosing a specialty service is going to help you stand out from your colleagues and become more memorable to your potential clients. Whenever you specialize in a service or a specific type of person, you make it difficult for others to copy what you're doing, which is always a good thing, and you organically create your own PR. Plus, you will then know which areas to focus on in your marketing. So let's just look at this from a real-life perspective. If you choose to specialize in a certain service within your home industry business, make a list of where people are currently going to find that service. So this is not so much about scoping out your competition as it is just understanding the nature of these people in their natural habitat. You know, like if you are a bird watcher or if you just enjoy watching wildlife in general, you want to see how do these creatures interact? How do they get what they need? And watching how people try to find that service you're offering is really no different. So when you make a list of where people are going to find that service, I'm just going to give you a little uh, spoiler alert here. Most often that place is Google. So make sure that your Google business listing is complete with your geographic service areas, that it includes clear descriptions of your specialty service, and make sure you update your Google listing with images about once a month to keep it fresh and help it get more attention. Because Google has made it pretty obvious that if we have Google business listings and we can add a new photo every month or so, you can do it more often. You don't have to. Uh, it really helps more of the right eyes see it so they can click through to your website. Most leads will come from Google and not through social media. So I really want you guys to wrap your heads around this. Take a top-down approach to your marketing by focusing first on what Google needs from you, and that is content. And a lot of you are like, oh no, not the content. <laughs> One blog post per month is enough to improve your SEO and allow for more leads directly from Google. You could then share that blog post on social media if you use social media for your business. Not everyone has to. There are a lot of people using social who should not be, by the way. And then you can also pin it on Pinterest. I'm taking a break from this episode really quickly to chat about Side Door one more time. Why? Well, guys, I believe you shouldn't have to constantly trade hours for dollars in your business. And I bet you believe the same thing. If you are ready to take your home industry business to the next level, you need to consider signing up for Side Door. 
Side Door is the only platform that lets you create a custom shop of your favorite trade-only products. You make the sale and they'll handle ordering and shipping. Or you could just use Side Door to purchase products yourself at designer pricing without any vendor accounts or minimums required. It honestly doesn't get any more brilliant than this. So many of my listeners are already using Side Door and for good reason. You can sell products on your own website and even from your own social media profiles. It's pretty much genius. If you have dreamed about having an online shop, but you just didn't want to take care of the technology or having inventory or just all the headache and stress that can come along with that, Side Door could be a great solution for you. Sign up at onsidedoor.com. Now, if you've got this situation where, okay, I have a specific service that I am offering, I understand people are going to find out about it through Google and that I need to blog once a month, what next? Well, after that, you have to make sure that you have an enticing lead magnet on your site that encourages people to sign up for your mailing list because once Google sends them to your website to read that blog post or check out your services, It's your job to make that conversion happen, and you can do it automatically by offering a lead magnet that matches with your specialty service, only attracting those people who are interested in that service. So that's how you get a qualified lead, because someone who's not interested in your service is not going to sign up for that lead magnet. Now, once someone does sign up for the lead magnet, they're going to be in your mailing list, and they're going to be ready to receive emails from you. You should send one email per month that shares photos of your work, information on how your service operates. You could include FAQs. You could include do's and don'ts. You could include vendors that you love or tricks of the trade that you like to use and why. Like there's so much that you can say. If you only let yourself talk about your specialty service, you're not going to find any writer's block in there. You're actually going to find that it opens up a whole world of topics because now your brain does have a certain direction it can go in creatively and be like, okay, If I'm just specializing in walk-in closet organization, or if I'm just specializing in nursery design, or if I'm specializing in vacant home staging for duplexes, then all of a sudden I have a lot I can say that is very niche specific. Now, let's just move on to if you specialize in a specific type of person, you're going to go about this a little bit differently. You need to study these people. Given what you know about their lifestyle habits, their hobbies, and the reasons they come to you for help, who would be the best person to refer these people to you? So just think about that for a second. This is going to be a little bit of mental yoga. You're going to stretch a bit, but that is what we need to do as business owners. So you think about this ideal client that you have. How are they going to find you? Because the truth is people don't look for service providers on Instagram. Like generally as a rule, they're just there to socialize. They're there for entertainment. And I'm going to get more into why I think you guys need to not worry about Instagram, but I will try to step off my soapbox for a second and you can keep talking about this. So with the ideal client, you have to understand that it really just depends on what you're offering and that's how you'll know where to find them. So the best person to refer these people to you might actually be like, their homeowners association, a local landscaper, a builder, or a realtor, like real life situations. But instead of spending tons of time trying to nail down all the right referral sources and get connected with a bunch of realtors or builders, you can actually diversify your efforts in the right directions. So create content 
for your ideal client. This should include a lead magnet that correlates to the problems you help them solve. Now, don't make this a DIY tutorial on how to style your bookcase, but make it an actual behind-the-scenes guide to working with you. When they sign up for that lead magnet, they will automatically get into your mailing list, and you should be sending them an email once a month that talks about how you solve specific problems for another client or anything you think would be a good FAQ. And by the way, if you're new to business and you're like, well, I don't have clients that have asked me all these questions, so I don't have a list of FAQs, you can use your imagination and you can just work off that. You could even Google interior design or professional organizing FAQs and just start answering those questions in a newsletter because that is a great way to provide value and really good content marketing to that ideal client. So you can talk about the FAQs. You can talk about the basics they need to know before they start their project with you or during or after. There are so many things you can say when you start to really just look at your niche subject matter. And speaking of subject matter, that leads me into productivity tip number two, setting parameters around what you talk about. Business owners in the home industry often feel at a loss with what to say in their marketing, and that's almost always because they have not set small enough boundaries for themselves. So think about it. Would you feel overwhelmed if someone said to you, hey, I want you to go give a speech for 30 minutes, and you can talk about anything you want. Just go for it. You won't have any sort of time limit. I'm not going to give you any topic suggestions. I'm not going to tell you anything about the audience that will be listening to you. Just go up there and start talking. Ha! (laughs) That would be terrifying. That situation provides no direction and no parameter for your creativity. But what if I asked you this? Could you please give a 30-minute talk on exactly how you map out a floor plan for a client? Well, suddenly you have so much to say. Give yourself these same parameters in your marketing and you're going to get rid of so much marketer's block and writer's block. To be quite honest, guys, your marketing should only ever focus on three subcategories. The main category obviously would be that ideal client or that specialty service that you want to make the hallmark of your entire business. And then the subcategories beneath that would be you're talking to the ideal client or you're talking about the specialty service and you're including how people feel before working with you and how their life improves after they've worked with you. And that will naturally incorporate items like client reviews, stories, photos of your work, things like that. Now, you can also use this category to share like behind the scenes videos if you're into that. If you're not, don't stress about it. And then let's move on to the second category, your personal life to whatever degree you are comfortable sharing and then go a little bit more, make yourself a little bit uncomfortable. It's good. Trust me. You're going to feel more and more comfortable as you do this, but sharing photos of yourself, sharing your life stories or lessons learned on your website, on your blog, and on your social platforms if your business needs to use social. like These things are necessary. You have to talk about yourself because you are the face of your brand, you're the service provider, and you're the one coming into people's homes. And if you work completely virtually, it still ends up being a relationship between the client and you. So just put yourself out there because the truth is people are going to like you and they're going to want to work with you. And if they don't like you, well, you don't want to work with them anyways. Those are the two main categories. And then there's a third one that is about education and inspiration. So project tours on your blog, short videos from job sites, or simple tips that you can send via an email newsletter on how to 
So the, all the how-tos of navigating a certain area of the project or a typical pain point, such as how to emotionally prepare yourself for decluttering or something similar. Don't write how to DIY a purge on your own belongings <laughs> because you're not teaching people how to go do the services that you provide. You just want to show them, here's how I'm going to provide these services for you and here's how you're going to feel about it. And this is the end result. And doesn't that just look amazing? And they're going to be like, yes, it does. And I need that in my life. And then it makes hiring you really a no brainer. Now, I know this was a lot and I decided to break this episode into two parts. So next week, I'm going to be talking about how to lighten your marketing workload with or without outsourcing, because everything I've talked about so far, you're probably like, oh my goodness, there's so much to do. But really, is there? Next week, I'm going to dive into that. But before I could even get into how you can downsize or outsource or not outsource, I just wanted to have this episode so that we could lay the groundwork. Marketing is going to be difficult for you, your team, and anyone you outsource it to until you know who the ideal client is or you have at least named your specialty service. You've got to pick that specialty service. You've got to find that ideal client. It's crucial because then everything will just start to click with you and with your team. And if you've outsourced your marketing, they will be able to take it on a lot more seamlessly because they'll understand who you're trying to reach. So that is my encouragement for you guys this week. And as always, in the show notes of this episode, I have a lot of resources for you. So you could head over to the thekateshowpodcast.com go to episode 176, and there you're going to find all sorts of things like if you need help with Pinterest, if you would like to check out the Socialite shop to buy your lead magnet, to buy a client guide, whatever you might need. If you need help with email marketing or blogging, you guys know where to find those resources. Just head over to the thekateshowpodcast.com. Until next week, guys, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.